Hi, welcome to my fourth leadership reflection journal for exploring citizen leadership. Let's get into the questions. So the first question is, what are some of the main themes or ideas that stuck with you from modules 10 to 12? And I took a lot away from module 12 in which we talked about managing conflict. And I like how you said that conflict is typically dealt with by two people arguing to win and gather people to a certain side. But you said that it's more of a collaborative process in which you try to come to an agreement that both parties can be content with. And I think given the fact that conflict is pretty much inevitable in the workplace, we have to be willing to educate ourselves on how to manage conflict. So this particular module is going to stick with me into late adulthood, I think. And because basically I'll be bracing myself for a conflict that is yet to come. And I'm excited that I now have the knowledge to like deal with it as well. The next question is, what emotions did you experience while learning the content from modules 10 to 12? I really enjoyed watching the recorded lecture related to vision and common purpose. It really allowed me to reflect on specific ways that leaders influence me personally. And it got me thinking about a speech that Michelle Obama actually gave at one of Virginia Tech's commencement ceremonies. And so this lecture video really inspired me to go ahead and look back at it. It's on YouTube if you want to look it up. And so I did. And in her speech, she said that, you know, when someone says or asks you, isn't that like the school where dot, 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 inferring that there was a shooting, obviously. She says to stop the mid-sentence and say, yes, it is the school where we have some of the best academic programs and professors in the country. And yes, it's a school where we produce graduates that are leaders for their industry, et cetera, et cetera. So she talks about all about like hokey pride and how what we really represent. And I thought that was really cool. And her whole speech was just very uplifting. And the way she communicates to the students is just so relatable because I remember that when I was applying to Virginia Tech as a high school student, I always got the questions, um, where people would say, you know, is that the school where there was a shooting? And that's because Virginia Tech often is identified by that and not its academic stance. So I got kind of emotional in a positive way when I thought about how strong leaders have a way of like conveying a shared vision and influencing their audience. And that kind of made me think of it as an example. So the next question is, what truths or confirming ideas from modules 10 to 12 surfaced you? So going back to the vision and purpose lecture, I think that because I did facilitate the class discussion in your other peer leadership class um, on this specific topic, I really have developed an appreciation for the topic of having a shared vision because I now understand how truly it, important it is for team success. And I think that the lecture slides that talk a little bit about Sustain, sustaining a common purpose were extremely important as well. You mentioned that stories and symbols can unify people. And I think this is very true. And I'm not showing any admiration for this group when I say this at all. But you can think about specific symbols throughout history that gave people a sense of identity and often pushed them to act a certain way, like the Nazis during World War II having the swastika symbol that really unified them to do some morally terrible things. And again, no admiration for that group, but I think it kind of exemplifies how people tend to be easily persuaded by gaining a sense of identity and purpose that's influenced by a symbol, for example, if that makes sense.
The next question is, what was the most impactful surprise for modules 10 to 12? Um, I found that module 11 on ethical leadership um, was very impactful because you talked a little bit about Martin Luther King Jr. Um, cheating on his wife and Abraham Lincoln, who's usually praised for being a very amazing person um, who is actually very racist. And for a while, I shared these complete like admiration for these two people until I discovered what other things they did and how modern textbooks don't always show the inconsistencies in leaders and the things that they do that aren't necessarily morally right according to society standards. And this made me think of like Thomas Jefferson too. Like growing up, he was portrayed as someone who was very much for equality, but I later found out that he owned like hundreds of slaves. Like that is the most hypocritical thing I've ever heard. But anyways, I really found it interesting how you gave examples of like leaders who have done controversial things. And um, it kind of makes me reluctant to praise anyone for one single thing anymore because no human is perfect. And I would say that most of us do immoral things from time to time, but it's I feel like it's important not to hide those facts about us because they make us who we are. Um, the next question is, after engaging with modules 10 to 12, what are you most curious about now? Um, yeah, just going back to the previous question I just responded to, I wonder how many people I currently admire that have committed immoral acts. And I also wonder if it would impact the ways in which I see them overall if I discovered those immoral acts. I know a couple of years ago I discovered that my very sweet cousin who appeared very innocent on the outside. Like she was all about dressing modestly, no cussing, and she frequently attended church. So I kind of looked up to her as someone very sweet and innocent that can influence people to do good things. But unfortunately later I found out that she had taken up a job um, cleaning houses and she was found to, um, well, she was put in jail for stealing things and doing some hardcore drugs. So. This kind of made me very wary of like trusting people immediately and just like worshiping people if they appear perfect um, immediately because we all have that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing going on inside of ourselves where our bad side can commit us to do bad things, but we don't always have to see that directly in other, we don't always have the chance to like see that directly in other people because they try to hide it. The next question is, what are you discovering about yourself through models 10 to 12? I think that learning what I have about destructive leaders, I think I'm one of the people that is most susceptible to conforming to some of the norms of destructive leaders. You mentioned some of the traits that these people have, such as the desire to belong and feel wanted. And this allowed me to understand why I tend to attract the people that I do. Um, particularly in relationships, but friendships too. Um, for example, I've been in three relationships and all of my boyfriends had very narcissistic tendencies. And it got to a point this year where I was like, why do I keep attracting these types of people? Because I feel like a magnet to like destructive leaders. So it's definitely something I'm going to remain aware of and try to avoid as much as possible. All right, so the last question is, how can you put into practice what you learned through modules 10 to 12? 
Going back to what I said about Michelle Obama's speech on promoting a shared vision and shared purpose, I kind of want to, for myself, to like learn how to get better at conveying a vision that I personally have. Like, if I have a personal vision, I want to be able to transfer that image inside of my brain into other people's minds. And I think oftentimes I tend to do this through writing poetry and whatnot, but I felt like looking at Michelle Obama's speech, she had something very admirable about her in the way that she spoke. And in, in other words, she appeared very like, charismatic in the way she spoke. And I personally have had a very hard time conveying like my thoughts. Um, so I want to learn the social skills necessary to convey that image, if that makes sense. And I think one way to do this would be to have like by doing like art, writing, poetry, what I have been doing, but also possibly through like public speaking. And I think if you're talking to a small group of people and if you if you appear like charismatic when you speak, people will be more likely to listen to you. And I think that if you have a strong vision for what you want to convey, that's extremely important to like learn how to do. So I might consider enrolling in similar public speaking classes at Virginia Tech or Toastmasters or something along those lines to like practice those skills. All right, that concludes this. Thank you.